Hello, everybody. Welcome to an episode of In My Opinion. My name is John. My name is Alesta. And today, yes, we're going to be talking about something that has happened recently. Not extremely recent anymore, <laughs> but recently and important enough to have a conversation about. Yes. Actually, it's not exactly very recently, as you said. It has been like a month-ish. I've been mm. trying to like put off hold. I, I, was, I was actually putting off like talking about this because I wanted to get a female guest on the show with us to talk about this issue. But then I was talking mm-hmm. to some of my female friends as well and they were saying that like, actually, we, we should be able, like we should just do a conversation between the two of us, like males, because like we are part of the male community and we should be able to like talk about this okay, let's go controversy in <laughs> like, from the male's perspective to like, you know, own self, check own self, you know, like we don't need a yeah. female to be here to like give our opinions or anything. So, so in case y'all didn't get that, okay, so today we are going to be talking about the OK Let's Go controversy. Correct. Basically, for those of you that don't know, OK Let's Go is this podcast group. Uh, they were recently called out you know, on the internet for passing, you know, sexualized com- comments, uh, mm-hmm. misogynistic comments, and then like why it spiraled a little bit because like, you know, the fans and themselves, they defended their decision, you know, President Halima also even got involved to ask them to apologize. Basically, it's a, it's a little bit messy, yes. but today, you know, we're just going to try to talk about it and then we'll see whether we can shed some light. Correct. And for those people who are not familiar with what's hap- what happened or I think nothing happened already, but so what happened, we're actually going to link up yeah. a share news article down in the links below. Correct. Yeah. News, what's up? But like, yes, you're gonna link a, a, a article down below. You can go and like look through it and uh, get you guys catch get yourself catch, yeah. caught up with the whole saga. La. So yes. Mm-hmm. So right out of the gate, John, do you yes. feel like okay? What's your opinion like about the okay? Let's go saga. Or, like what okay? Let's go sit in their podcast. Um. Okay. So. You must understand I'm not much of a news reader. So I'm just going to, you know, go off based on what I what I found out and what I've actually read up about. Like, okay, but basically, right, uh, from what I understand is that like, uh, okay, let's go uh, past some comments. But the thing about it is that they actually submitted uh, an apology that was like deemed insincere, correct? Yeah. So after when it first blew yeah. up, they actually had a 10 minute podcast episode. That episode-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you, if you go and read it, uh, uh, hear it in this case like people were saying that it was not very sincere la. they were like mm. essentially defending their opinion their stance more than apologizing for the yeah. hurt they have caused and only after ha- uh, President Halima Yaakob came up with like asking them like came up with a whole statement we asking them to apologize. apologize yeah did they like actually post like I think it's a Facebook post or like text apology like properly yes, apologizing yes. for what they said but yeah 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 yes. I remember this yeah so do you feel like okay so I think the I mean it's great that they eventually apologize, but what do you think about like the first podcast apology? Uh okay, I did not watch the episode, so I don't want to go into go in depth into what it is. Like, but basically yeah. the title I remember it being like to whoever it may concern, yeah, this is for you or something like that, right? Something wrong with so that, I think yeah. like I think like like uh it's I mean firstly, it's good that they took some action to respond to the community. But at the same time, I think in a moment like 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 this, right, where there's like some outrage, right, they ought to have been, how to say, a little bit more tactful with how they handled that situation. Lah. Because mm. like, I think with the way they handled it, the community didn't necessarily appreciate what they did. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to claim that, claim to know that they are sincere or insincere, mm, right? Yeah. Because 
like it can I, I feel I believe that's rather subjective and I don't want to be taking a side here. But I feel that like personally, if I was offended and then I received something like that, right? It's difficult for me to understand that as a form of apology. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. I mean like this whole saga or like actually most controversies you see, I don't know, I don't think it's a Singapore thing or like generally most like hotly debated topics. Most of the time, the two mm. camps end up being more polarized at the end of the day than being together and like yes. coming to a common conclusion. And I feel like that apology or like that video was like a good chance for them to step up to the plate and like actually apologize properly and bring the two mm. the two sides together properly. But instead, it like yeah. made it even more polarized. Po- polarized. And that's yeah. what like, I feel like was like the most disappointing thing to me is because like, I feel like we have to be able to admit to our mistakes, right? Like even for IMO, like as a podcast, because I mean, when I first heard the news, I was very scared because um, we are a podcast, IMO is a podcast and like they also are a podcast. So like I immediately, my mind went racing thinking of all the things we possibly could have said wrong. And like, I think, mm. like I feel like if some if someone really does call us out for something wrong that we said, I w- I hope that the two of us will be able to apologize better, and like be able to step out of the plate and be able to admit our mistakes. And I think that's like I, I think for thing. us I think for us it's fine because I I don't know I I'm okay with apologizing like, But okay, before yeah. we continue at this point, I think it's important to let you all know, especially those of you who are watching loyal viewer. Okay, uh. <laughs> We're trying to have a as intellectual a discussion here. So do join in and then and then leave in the comments below if actually something we mentioned, right, was not quite in line with what you believe. We mm. always enter this type of conversations, right? Ready to have our mind changed. So, you know, it's fine. Open this topic with us. But at the same time, you know, adding on to what I was mentioning earlier about how I feel that, like, yeah, you know, they could have uh come off as insincere and stuff like that, right? Yeah. I still feel that like uh a lot of the times they are a bit missing the point. Okay, so what on do you both think sides. Is the point? Oh, on both sides. On both sides. Yeah. The fact that like, uh, they also made like, okay, let's go. And their fans mentioned that like, there was this, uh, I don't know if their fans did it or okay, let's go did it. But someone mentioned from the okay, let's go side that uh, it's like a systematic attack on them, a coordinated attack. attack, Yeah. uh, to like to like sort of you know you're famous and you're trying to take me down that kind of thing lah. Basically, they, that that's yeah. what they that's what they implied. And mm-hmm. then uh like uh that's why like they were very defensive with their actions and then they were justifying and stuff like that. And yeah. then on the other hand, the people who were who were offended and trying to write this wrong right uh was trying to push forward their 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 agenda also to let them know that like hey you know mm-hmm. what you did was bad what you did was wrong but like this was flying over each other's head because I think I think yeah. this whole saga was born from a place of ignorance okay and like, not from malice okay you know so you feel like they didn't yeah. like purposely want to I mean I'm sure they didn't but like you also feel like they didn't purposely want to like degrade women or like the things they say are not meant no. to hurt them lah no, I don't think that was that was their intention at all. But the mm. thing about it is that like, uh, I feel that, you know, a lot of times that uh, people pass off, you know, this type of comments as like, hey, it's just a casual thing. Why so? It's, it's like, it's like equi- it's the equivalent to like your friend angry. Hey, don't so angry, I chill. Ah. You ah. know, when you don't understand what makes them angry in the first place, Mm. You know, and then you feel that like they are they are being angry because they want to target you when that is not the that is not the case per se. Mm. You know, and then it's very easy to respond in a defensive manner instead of apologizing for the incident. You know, mm. you feel that like it's an attack on you rather than a calling out of a particular incident mm. or an action. Okay. Right? Yeah. And that is where the that's where I'm what I mean by like there's a disconnect 
in, in terms of ignorance because it feels like, hey, you know, you're targeting me when that mm. is not the case, mm. right? It might sound like that. And in fact, I feel that some of the more toxic comments are, are definitely intended for that. But the, but the crux of the issue here is that uh, they're not being targeted on a personal level, mm. right? They're not being called out on a personal level. Mm. What, what's being called out is like their action. Mm. So like, actually, let's yeah. talk a little bit more about the action. So um, yeah. it's something that has been in the, like kind of people have been talking about it ever since the Donald Trump incident about the whole like yeah. him sitting, grab her by the pussy thing. So like yeah. he dismissed it as locker room talk. And ever since then, right. he has been like kind of a, like a, like a buzzword, like basically guys talk about girls in like demeaning manners amongst ourselves and all that. Right, right. So mm. do you feel like there's a place for locker room talk in our society? Okay, this is going to be tricky and I'm just going to, I'm going to say my opinion, but like it might get a little bit controversial, but I'll, but hear me out, okay? Yeah. So basically I feel that like locker room talk, right, has a place in our society, okay? okay. okay. But, but, but the thing about it is that where I feel this place is, okay, is sometime in the past. Mm. So today, I don't think there's any more room for locker room talk. And why I say in the past is very, very is it not not because in the past is any less uh, disgusting or any less you know any 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 better in the past no yeah. but because right society back then why is it that it's okay to make this kind of okay to make these type of comments in the past right is purely because society didn't even know that this was something wrong mm. society hasn't grown you know we haven't advanced enough to know that this was wrong mm-hmm. you know and. Unfortunately, it, this lesson came really late, lah. You know, for 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 people like us, for men like us, that yeah. actually this has been offensive to women for the longest time, mm. right? So I do get it when people say, "Hey, no, no, locker room talk." Uh, it's a very backward way of thinking, mm-hmm. because like just because last time can, how come now cannot? You know, that's usually mm. the reason. That is usually what is implied when people say. Oh, it's just locker room talk. They're passing it off as the like, chill lah. Last time people also say this, but like I justify it by saying it's just locker room talk. It's like last time you know, can trying and why to now pass I off. Yeah. Yeah, it's trying to pass it off. You know, mm. trying to play off people's offense, which is not fair. Mm. Right? Yeah. And like any, I mean, if you think about it objectively, when you actually step away from the conversation and look at it objectively, right? Locker room talk that objectifies people that uh that that like is you know it's a little bit more how to say inappropriate and stuff like that, right? Mm. It doesn't feel comfortable when you take yourself out from the conversation and look at it from the third party. Mm. If you substitute this uh, woman or this particular person, right? Yeah. right, With a name or with a face or with somebody that you know, more often than not, right? That does not feel comfortable. Mm. Why? Because when you when you just, that person, this woman, that whatever, that whatever, it's a very dehumanizing third person angle. It feels like this person, whatever you say, it does not relate to you. So mm. it's very easy to not feel that, uh, not feel the emotional uh, tag that comes along with it. Mm. But when you actually say that, like when you in your head, you objectively step back and you substitute, say that my daughter into that conversation or my, my mother or my sister into that conversation, right? Mm. Suddenly it feels a little bit less good. Suddenly it feels a little bit less locker, mm. locker room talk. Why? Mm. Because deep down we know, deep down we know that this is something that is not appropriate when Mm. we target it to a particular person, Mm. right? We know this, yeah, and that's why I feel that locker room talk has no more place in society. 
Mm. Yeah. And I do feel like the whole like, hey, last time why I can do now I cannot think is a very flawed argument. Because, mm. I mean, society has evolved and thankfully we have because we have done some pretty messed up shit in the past. Lah. And mm. like the easiest way, actually John and I talked about this off camera a little bit. The easiest thing that you can relate to, relate to is like racism and slavery. Like, yeah. looking back, we can all agree that slavery was bad. It was like, shouldn't have yes. happened. Straight up, terrible. But like, yes. So, but like at that time, I'm quite sure it was like, A-OK, right? It was, it was fine. No one saw, like, maybe not no one, but like, a large majority of people didn't see a problem with it. But it doesn't mean that yeah. you can do it now. It's because we exactly. have evolved and we have learned as a society. Exactly. This is a very, very good example, you know, because like slavery, right, is something yeah. that happened in our recent history. And back then, right, even governments were able to sanction the top, oh, this toilet is for colored people, this toilet is for white people or whatever, like, that, that kind of yeah. racial distinction, right? Yeah. But to do that same kind of conversation in today's society mm. is vile and disgusting. Yeah, it's right? just crazy. What yeah. is the reason why, but why, right? The reason we want to tackle here is why. We don't want to just talk about the, the change, right? We mm. want to understand why. And why is because society has advanced mm. to the point whereby we as a, as a species have realized that you cannot say this kind of thing anymore, that, that it's vile and disgusting, yeah. right? As a younger species back then, we either didn't know or just didn't wish to acknowledge how mm. bad it was. And now that we are more educated, we owe it to ourselves, right, to also grow along with this new society mm. and hence act accordingly and appropriately to this society, to this new society, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. there are benefits that we reap from a new society as compared to last time. Like, for example, last time how can do podcasts, right? Now can do podcasts. Why, <laughs> right? We move yeah. forward in yeah. understanding of media and stuff like that. Mm. Drawing this back to okay, to okay, let's go uh, incident, right? What I feel is inappropriate and like, like, it's not fair to want to continue to cling on to these kind of things. Yes, it may have been the tool that uh, uh, propelled you know your 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 content forward to where where it is today, mm. right? But at the same time, you need to understand that like these are these are things right that have become more offensive because society has become a better place. Mm. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. may, maybe the amount of offense has always been the same. It's just that now. We all know how wrong it actually is. Last we time we have an way. idea only. Yeah. yeah, last time we have an idea only. So this is a sign of of what? Of growing up, right? Of, mm. of society growing older, becoming more mature. And as a species, mm. we becoming more mature and more compassionate as a result. Yes. So the thing about it is that like things that last time, right, you didn't have to apologize for because it's an injustice, huh? right? Mm. Now, right, people are very clear that it's an injustice and hence you cannot do these kind of things anymore. Mm. Another example right. will be like for our own podcast, actually, let's call ourselves out right for once. So uh, our first IMO episode was actually called the Wuhan virus. If you guys go and look, it's, the thumbnail is still Wuhan virus. And mm. it's actually quite a bad thing to say. And, and like looking back, it's like, wow, that's a terrible thing to say because now everyone just, it makes it very easy for people to like uh, be racist against Asians or racist against yeah. Chinese people. So yes. that's why like eventually when people start, think, start to realize that, hey, maybe it's not a very good idea to call it Wuhan virus and call it NCOV instead or like when COVID-19 was the name, call it COVID-19 for scientifically yeah. accurate name, right? Yes. Then then we actually went on to the next uh COVID episode that we did, we actually call it COVID-19. And like yes. other news publications did it as well, like Straits Times, the first few articles that they written were all Wuhan virus, Wuhan virus, one pneumonia, mm. etc. 
then eventually they changed it to NCOV for COVID-19. And it's yes. not that, it's just because like we understand that society has evolved. It's a very short period of time, maybe like a period of like one month or so, but it has evolved in that time. We understand the repercussions of our actions and words and we decide to do better. Exactly. And like, I think in this particular situation, is it, it, it's it's very clear because you see, right, the thing about OK Let's Go and other podcasts, all podcasts in that sense, right, even yeah. though you can market yourself as like the alternative media, mm-hmm. the 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 non-mainstream voice and stuff like that, right? Yeah. You must understand that you exist on a platform, right, that is as public as mainstream media, right? Mm-hmm. In our situation, uh, for us, right, we're on YouTube, we're on Spotify, right? For OK Let's Go, they are mainly on Spotify, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> and things like that, right? So, yeah. so being on these kind of public platforms, right, means that you also have a public responsibility for appearance on this platform. Mm. Right. So as a result of that, right, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that just because you can provide a style that is alternative, right? Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that you can be offensive. Mm. It's not a free right? pass, Unfortunately, right? you know. And like a lot of times when people call this out, right, it's not a not in an attempt to to silence you. Mm-hmm. You know, that should not be the defensive place that you head towards. Mm-hmm. You know? That should not be the like, oh, you're trying to silence me. No, that is not that is not necessarily the case. Mm-hmm. As a result of bringing justice to how people talk, right? Yes, certain things get silenced. That is without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is without a doubt. Yeah. But there are many ways to bring that crude style of humor in without being offensive. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. You I want agree. to always you want to you want to like this is this is a a, a a practice on being compassionate here. You want to always imagine that the listeners is a is the most innocent, impressional, uh, impressionable, personal uh person you have. Mm-hmm. Right? Who is who 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 is in this particular sexy situation the of the opposite gender? What if your daughter is the one that listens to this, right? Mm-hmm. And does not know better. And as a result of that, right? grows up thinking that, hey, you know, this is this is the type of labels that I deserve to receive. Or this mm. is the type of stories that like people just jokingly joke about. And even if I feel upset about it, I don't really say. Mm. That's not fair, right? When you when we when we put it in this perspective. Yeah. Right? Mm. And if you're if let's say this loved one is the one that comes and tell you that, hey, you know, I'm not comfortable with that, is there a silencing of your voice? No. Or is that something that you realize that you have to do better because of this person that you love? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's and just, this is yeah, this is better. where it is. You know, this is where it is. Always thinking of the oh no, I should have done better as compared to the why people want to target me. Mm. Right, and this is where what what we're trying to say. Mm. And actually, like the whole okay, so why don't we like uh take a little step towards like the okay, let's go fans and like let's try to think from their perspective a little bit. Because I think, mm. especially recently, um, the whole like rise of PC culture or cancel culture has made a lot of things like very a lot of people very sensitive to towards these sort of things. Cause so like, yeah. I mean, yeah, we I think we are all very familiar with the whole like the SJWs like negative connotation that's being like attributed to being a social justice warrior. So like when people yeah. say, "Oh, this girl like SJW, or this guy just SJW," they immediately yeah. like dismiss the person as being overly sensitive and I like, try to silence mm-hmm. everyone. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I mean, um, so what do you feel about like the whole PC culture or cancel culture thing that's happening right now? I mean, it, I mean, I, in a way, our consumption and media is actually becoming less and less like edgy, quote unquote edgy. Uh-huh. So do you feel like 
um, is this the right step to take? Or do you feel like, hey, maybe what okay, let's go fans say about the whole like PC culture thing um might have a they might have a point in it. Um okay. So I think right, I mean this I feel that this is slightly separate things because like the way some of the fans reacted from uh, some of the fans and supporters from both sides that reacted are are, are incredibly inappropriate and incredibly unfair to to either side but but yeah. let's just focus on one thing here which is what you mentioned about cancel culture and stuff like that right mm-hmm. uh i feel that cancel culture right um is a double edged sword you know okay. it's something that can uh become very dangerous very quickly mm. yeah right purely because um there is this uh vigilante aspect to it mm-hmm. especially if you are emotionally invested in this particular topic let me explain so basically right uh when you call someone's bad behavior out right right mm-hmm. especially yeah. if you're emotionally invested in a topic right especially if let's say you want to talk about sexism right a lot mm-hmm. of times people are very invested in this topic because yes women have we acknowledge for a fact now that a lot that throughout history right women has been have been oppressed as compared to men for a lot of issues yes right yeah so it's very easy for a, a woman who is defending this view right to mm-hmm. be emotionally invested which is not wrong right yeah they don't have the they I mean, they are the ones that are being discriminated against. They are the ones that are being hurt. They don't have to like uh, take on the responsibility of being level-headed as well. Like that's like, yeah, that's fine. I mean, it's us, fine yeah. that you're. It's fine that they are. You're. You're. You're emotionally invested. Yeah. But the issue, you know, with 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 that, right, is that it's very easy to to see this person as purely as an enemy. Okay. And forget that this is also a person. Mm. And mm. as a result of that, right, you start to target this person. And like, you know, I mean, the worst of it, we've definitely seen on the internet, people wishing for their deaths, people calling them out for, for their behavior by adding some other negative con- negative like terms to it, like scum, don't deserve to be whatever, whatever, you know, that kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. That's when it gets a little out of hand. Mm. Because I think, right, there is a reason why we have a judicial system in in a society like ours, like, like, like the world society, right? Mm. When we have a judicial system, what do we do? We call the authority on someone's bad behavior, which Mm. faces the court of law. And then after that, this court of law will determine the sentence. Yeah. Right? Mm. Cancel culture is slightly different. And why I mentioned this, there's a little bit of vigilantism because it skips the entire process. Whoever calls this person out is essentially judge, jury, executioner, and news headliner. Mm. They decide like right? what the, what's the social death that this person has to face because of his actions. Like. They may not decide it, but mm. they will be able to push it in that direction. Mm. Right? Okay. Okay. Which is which is incredibly, you know, not... Su- I mean, I wouldn't say incredibly. It's not super fair to this particular individual, especially if this individual, right, mm. is able and capable to learn the lesson and become a better person. Mm. And that's when I feel it has crossed the line. So when you, I, I feel like when, whenever you call out a certain a certain bad behavior, certain trash situation that you've noticed, right? We want to always separate the issue from the human, from the person, mm-hmm. you know? As much as we always want to try to give our, our criminals of serious crimes, you know, a second chance to recover and rehabilitate into society, mm-hmm. we want to also remember that these people that we 
that we encounter and, and we cross swords with on the internet deserve that same chance. Mm. Deserve that same chance to become a better person. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's yeah. why, you know, it's valid that a lot of people are disappointed when they don't receive good apologies and proper op- apologies from people who are called out. Mm-hmm. But it takes an, another type of person to go one step further, you know, when they receive a poor apology, they still wish for the second chance in this person. Mm. You know, and that's where that's where cancel culture could have could have steered towards. But the reason why, you know, it, ha- it has received such a name called cancel culture, mm-hmm. right, is because people jump to cancel instead mm. of rehabilitate, you know? I feel like the at the root of it, right, is the f- it's like a lot of people feel people are not able to change. Like people who do bad behavior are not able to do better and not able to change. Mm. So like once a scum, they'll always be a scum, essentially. Yeah. No, and like, no, this is this is something that actually, I mean, you brought up a very valid sentence. Eh? Mm. Once a scum, always a scum, mm. right? Once, once scum, always scum. But yeah. scum, like I mentioned, right? When you call people a label like this, right? It mm. is, you know, I, I read it somewhere. It is a very dehumanizing term. Mm. Right, and when you dehumanize people like that, you take away the individual from this conversation. It's easy to hate scum, but it's oh. difficult to hate Brandon. Mm. Right, okay, I mean. it's difficult to hate this person who is a father of two and a family man who did this, did this, did this. It's difficult to hate this type of people, but yeah. it's very easy to hate scum. Mm. Right? And this is where, where, where it gets up a little bit out of hand. And this is where that lynch mob justice comes in, you know. It's very easy to be like, let's all lynch the scum. He's always going to be scum. Mm. When you forget the, the Brandon behind the scum, the father of whoever who is behind the scum, the, the mother of how many people who, you know, behind the, 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 the whole life of good is torn down in this one moment. I feel like this is like quite a controversial thing. Like the whole, like does a person deserve to be called scum? Or like whether the person deserves a second chance at rehabilitation. But I do mm-hmm. feel like the whole overlying uh, message of IMO and something that me and that both John and I really, really um believe in is that people all have the ability to do good and all have the mm. intention to do good. Which I feel like is a bit idealistic at times. Like uh to feel like everyone wants to do good. But I feel like actually I do not I do not share that sentiment with you about how, oh, really? how everybody wants to do good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But I, you know, what I believe in. I believe that everybody. Mine, mine is a little bit different. Okay. Mm. I believe I don't really necessarily believe that everybody wants to do good. Okay. Okay. But I believe that everybody inherently wants to do better. Mm. Okay. They may not know. Yeah. They may intentionally intentionally be be shit. Mm-hmm. they may whatever but I believe with proper conversation everybody wants to be better nobody wants to I'm trash I know I'm trash now I'm gonna stay trash no one wants that. no one wants to do that mm-hmm. people always want to become better mm. and that's what I believe yeah and like going on that belief I think is the reason why cancel culture we don't re- like really fully stand behind it is because oftentimes the cancel culture doesn't leave room for improvement it's just yeah. Uh yeah, this girl, this girl or guy has done something wrong. Uh that's and that's and this girl or this guy's life as he knows it. And that's it. Yeah. There's no there's no like, hey, let's uh call him in and try to get him to improve as a person and like let give him a chance to be a better person. 
there's often yes. not this. There's often just okay, like for example, recently Jenna Marbles actually got caught out for some of the very offensive videos that she did in the past. I think she did blackface. I I, I I never follow, but yeah. yeah. So like Jenna Marbles is a a very famous YouTuber in the past, lah. And she did some very, very quite offensive videos in the past, like very, very long time ago. And she just got recently called out. And because of that, she's quitting YouTube and everything. And like people were mm. like giving her a lot of hit. I feel like that's where it like that's where the line comes in. I think it's okay to call out and say that, hey, what you did in the past was not cool. But I don't think it's okay for her for you to like say, Oh my god, because of this you you have to step down. I think the same goes with like the Tosh, like recent, like last year, I think Tosh and the Pink Dot incident, like he actually uh, yeah. tweeted some like anti-gay tweets in the past. But because of that, he was actually got, he got called to step down as a Pink Dot ambassador. And I feel like that's not the right way to do because I mean, yeah. people change and like if he did say something bad in the past, you should be able to give him an opportunity to step up and be a better person instead of saying, yes. hey, stop like we don't want we don't want you at all anymore you, you know you know this is a very good example because I, I the thing about it is that i agree that whenever somebody does something uh, uh out of line right or, or somebody does something that is not good be it in the present or in the past right they deserve consequences mm, they deserve okay. to face the music yeah right mm. it, there has to be some kind of like um quote unquote punishment that comes along with bad behavior right mm. that's that's justice right yeah but where it gets problematic, right? Where it gets problematic is that when people feel that it has to be, firstly, their brand of justice mm-hmm. or, right, when justice is served, they think it's not enough. Mm. And that is where it gets tricky. And yeah. this is where I bring back that court example, right? Mm. When our criminals go through the judicial system, right, Right. Mm. There's no people may decry that there's not enough for uh, the sentence too light or whatever, but there is a proper proper chain of command, you know, proper chain of of events that has to follow, right, to 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 bring a heavier sentence. And usually, this is taken, this, this action is taken against who, not the individual. It ought to be taken against the system. Yeah. Mm. Right. The judicial system to ask for a higher sentence because this is not enough. Mm. In the realms of the internet, right. A lot of times when certain things are not enough and the name calling still does not make it enough, huh? right? Yeah. People take it into their own hands. You know what what is the default thing that people do during in, in cancel culture whenever something surfaces, right? Tag their employer, send death threats to the rest of their family and their family's loved ones. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And what is that behavior? That's lynch mob behavior, right? I mean it's kind of doxing as well, right? Which is illegal. Yeah, but that's that's the lynch mob behavior that I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Right, one person say they no good. Right, then we we kill everyone around them and make them suffer. Mm. That's the loan shark behavior, right? Yeah, yeah. Instead of attacking the 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 house that owe them money, they spray paint on all the neighbors. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? No, not no, right. Yeah. But the difference is why there's no physical harm, so you're not a criminal, and you would always think, oh yeah, I'm I'm absolved, I'm serving justice. No, mm. that's vigilantism, and that's not fair, right? Mm. I agree. And then you congratulate yourself for tr- for serving justice and finally uh, taking a small step in improving the situation. But are you really improving the situation? Yeah. Actually, we right? talked a little bit about this in like uh, online vigilantism video that we did. And we did an episode about online vigilantism. So if you guys want mm. to know more about this, you can actually go and check out the episode. But yes, I think um, going along those lines, I think, okay, let's assume that 
the whole cancel culture, like the way people call, let's say we assume that the way that other people call these uh, perpetrators out is like uh, respond in a responsible way. Let's say they uh-huh. they do something bad and then they say like, hey, not cool. Um, uh, we hope that you do better and they allow them to do better. But eventually, uh-huh. uh, it will lead to um, what we call like PC culture. La. So as like a person in the media, right, you feel like uh, very suffocated from the fact that now there's this PC culture thing that's happening. No, absolutely not. Eh. In fact, I oh, think this okay. is a perfect opportunity to leverage on 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 the shift, the mindset shift in 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 culture and the type of content that we can we can or cannot produce. Yeah. You know? Because it's very interesting. Like I mentioned, right? I always feel that you must remember firstly your individual and the people who are listening are individuals. And the second thing you must remember is that you are a member of this you're a functioning member of this society. Mm. Right? As much as you suffer under the things under this society that are not so good, you reap the benefits from this type of society also. Mm. And as a person who reaps this type of society, uh, this type of benefits from the society, right? I have a responsibility to move along with this moving society as well. Yeah. yeah. As society grows up, grows up and away from the past, I have to grow up and move away from my past as well. Mm. So yes, yeah, sometimes I I I. I I, I be, okay, I'm just going to put it out there that everyone in their life has said or done something that they are not proud of. Yeah. yeah. Everyone, okay? Yeah. There are no saints. There are no such thing as saints in our Correct. society. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you want to always be the be, be a more compassionate person and think to yourself, what if someone, right, resurfaced these things about me? You know, where I still want to be able to improve myself. And then this will determine how you react but coming back to how you know whether pc culture has affected the way the way i i I don't think it has affected at all you know Mm. in fact it opens new opportunities because we live in a society that's very simple as it advances forward right some doors close and some doors open Mm. right Mm -hmm. i don't claim to know uh, the opening is faster or the closing is faster or more open than more closed i don't know that but i do do know that when some close some open Yes. And as a result of that, right? And as a result of that, right? It is your responsibility as someone who works in media, who creates content, right? To move along and create the same new thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Keep yeah. moving. You know? Bring new things. But what makes... What, 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 what keeps you relevant is your own style, right? Mm-hmm. Style is just style. Mm. Right? Yeah. I mean, what can we call style? Style is very subjective. Like, for example, the both of us have this purple light behind us. That's style. Right? But Thank the stuff you. we say, right, will have to change. Like last mm-hmm. time, we don't want to call, we, we, we didn't, before it was called the coronavirus, yeah. you know, just now you brought out an example, before it was called the coronavirus, everywhere in the world, it was called Wuhan pneumonia. Yeah. But now we know that that's not fair to the people in Wuhan and not fair to the people who were in China because it actually encourages, like what you mentioned, discrimination. Yes. So now the whole world changed to COVID-19 and we changed it to COVID-19 as well. This mm-hmm. is a perfect example of how in a span of half a year we change and adapt with society because we want to be more compassionate and also because like you mentioned we work in media we produce content Mm. so this is actually a very valuable lesson for for everyone you know who makes content and 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 does things on public platforms like us Mm. right don't Mm. see every every uh bump in the bump in the road as an as an attack or a or a silencing, or as someone trying to push you out of the game. Mm. Not necessarily. I think the first question when you receive, you know, pushback, right? The first question that you ought to ask is why? Mm. Yeah. Why? 
And if you don't know this why, okay, and this is also extremely important, if you don't know this why, be the one that reach out to the person to tell you to stop and ask why. Yeah, you have to go and find because out Because no yourself. one else, yeah. because no one else can tell you why. If you sit here and echo chamber with your friends about the why, you're never going to arrive at that answer. Mm. You know, if someone yeah. is upset with something that you've done, right, mm-hmm. go in, have that conversation, ask why and be ready to have your mind changed. Mm. Yeah. And when you do that, right, the next step will be clearer and if it's not as clear, at least you both can have that conversation to come to a compromise. Mm. I agree. And that is how we solve problems in this society right now. Mm. Ask each other why. Invite each other over. It's not like physically because I'm now social distancing, but <laughs> yeah. It's like a conversation, right? Like we talked exactly. about it at the start of the, of the episode. We talked about like polarizing, like basically two, rights are, two sides are being polarized even more now. Like no one's reaching a common ground. But mm. the whole point of having conversations and being able to check ourselves as a society is to be able to find that middle ground and a common ground. And the only mm. way you can do that is if you go in with an open heart and open mind and be humble. Yes. And unfortunately, most of the time, I wouldn't say it's like one side's problem only because it's a two-way street. Both sides have to come to the same common ground. And it's yes. like, I think now it's just being, everyone's just being fueled by rage and emotions a lot of times, not just for this controversy, but like for many other yeah. situations. They're, they're, it's it's very easy. Okay, I feel that it's the easiest emotion to feel when someone tells you something that that runs counter to what you believe. You know, it, even I'm, I'm pretty sure we're all guilty of this. When people tell you something that runs counter to your beliefs, right? Mm-hmm. The first reaction would never be like, okay, okay, tell me why, you yeah. know? Explain it to me or rather convince me, you know? Mm-hmm. Never. That will never be the first reaction. The first reaction most of the time is that no, you're wrong. How yeah. can you? I'll tell you why. Okay, then we then we blah, 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 then it becomes a war of a war of words. At the end of the day, instead of coming together to solve the problem, we push each other further away by being more polarizing. Mm. And then as a result of being pushed away, no answer is ever arrived at. And no, going back on the whole PC culture thing, like I personally, I don't know about any other people in the media, but I personally never felt like um, this whole PC culture is a huge problem. And I don't like feel the urge to say things that are counter to what society thinks are able, you're able to say. And I feel like if you want to say these things, like let's say society tells you to not uh, say certain things, like maybe don't say the N-word or like don't say sexually explicit things, right? I think the immediate reaction you should be having is like, why do I want to say this so badly? And why do I need to say it mm. on such a pl- public platform? Like, is there a need to, or you just, because you want to, because you just want to be edgy and you just want to be anti-establishment or something, or, or like, want to prove a point. And oftentimes, mm. if you ask yourself that why, that you won't be able to come out with a very good reason why you want to do it, other than... Most of the time, the cause. reason is very simple. Because I want. Yeah, which is such a weird reason, right? Like, someone is being hurt by what you say. Like the whole, let's say the sexually, like the whole, let's go back to the okay, let's go to the incident. The whole like, um, sexually explicit comments, they like really degrade women to a point where it dehumanizes them. And like, it, I can imagine like impressionable young women who watch it, they, will, they might end up growing up thinking that like, oh, I'm supposed to be treated like this way. I'm supposed to be, like, they won't know their worth because of what, these people have said and this is what they grew up on. So like... Yeah, that, that is not a that is not a 100% thing. Yeah, yeah. Right? 
but like I mentioned, you know, we are now a more sensitive society, right? We need yep. to understand that like as much as it's not a 100% thing, right? As long as it's not a 0% thing, right? Then there, mm. uh, there is a call for you to be more responsible as the person who says things, as the yeah. person who does things, mm. right? So like, like the thing about it is that is there a way to uh, mention certain topics without being offensive? Definitely, right? Yeah. In fact, I think crude humor is never going away, right? Mm. Everyone in the world enjoys once in a while a little bit of crude humor, mm. but crude humor there is a there is a there is a very fine line between crude humor and offensive humor, mm. right? Yeah, offensive humor very easily alienates the people you're offending, mm. you know, and then as a result, people laugh at the expense of these people. Crude humor is, a, is, a, is, a, is it's something that's a little bit more subtle, mm. you know? And this is where the balance has to be struck. Yes. You want to be entertaining. You want to hold true to your essence. But at the same time, you also want to be responsible about what you say. Mm. Because simply because yeah. we are in a more compassionate society. And we should do better. And like, we will, we should want to do better anyways. And we should Nobody want to. asks you to be preachy, right? Uh, nobody yeah. asks you to be, oh, you know, we're always, you know, on the on the right side of society. Yeah. <laughs> no. Do whatever yeah. you want. But yeah. do whatever you want responsibly. Mm. And I think you like know? the best comedians actually told that line between crude humor and offensive humor very, very well. So one of the immediately one of the few comedians that come to mind is Louis C.K. I don't know if you guys know mm-hmm. Louis C.K. But like I think recently he's gotten into some trouble. Uh, so like maybe um, not the best example, but if you go and listen to his like comedic, like stand-up comedies, and you actually go and he- you realize that he actually tackles a lot of like very uh, controversial topics like gay marriage, like race, and everything along those lines. But the reason why he's still able to get people of different races to come to his show and enjoy his show is because he's able to toe that line very, very well. And I think um, as a content producer, you should be able to like think a little bit about that line instead of just going doing what you want and then you just go like hey if you guys don't get it then like screw the haters you know it's not a responsible way of doing going about doing your content yep yeah, yeah. so I think we said pretty much everything that needs to be said um, mm. do you have any final thoughts John? Um, I think this topic is like a a, a very good conversation starter especially mm. since this happened in our country and yeah. it involved the uh, our head of state, right, which is President Halima Yaakob. Yeah. So I think this this is a a very you know how to say wordy confer- conf- conversation starter for mm. people who have differing beliefs. So I highly yeah. encourage you all right to actually have these conversations with people that you know disagree, f- you know, with your point of view, mm. but you want to always approach with an air of uh, vulnerability and kindness so that. You un- so that you make it very clear that your intentions is not to harm or to offend. Yeah. Your intentions is to understand. Mm. And this is especially important when you do not. Mm. Right? So I encourage you, you know, whoever whoever it is, you know, um, if you watch this show, leave it in the comments, you know, let us start that conversation here. And if you, if you all have any other, other opinions about what we're saying today, we would like to hear it because after all, this, this is an, uh, a, an issue that we can 
address in this one singular episode, but it is an issue that does not exist in this just one singular ex- episode. It goes on and on and on and on and on, and, it, and eventually it's going to be a part of our lives all the time, just that this podcast is just a, a nice highlight on this issue. Yeah. You know, this is something that happens every day in our society and around the world, right? Mm. And we don't want to just sound like preachy assholes that just tell you what to do. <laughs> right, we want y'all to have this conversation with us, and remember, like I mentioned, whenever we have these conversations, invite people to come closer and ready, be ready to have your minds changed. Yeah. and only then, and then, and only then, okay, if everyone has conversations with their minds ready to be changed, can we achieve a better place in this society? I agree, and like I think once again, we we just want to emphasize that, like John and I have not been like the models like model people modern human beings throughout our entire lives like for me throughout my 23 years of life i'm quite sure i've said some things that i need to apologize for and like some things that Mm -hmm. shouldn't have been said but i do hope that um men especially in this case like for this okay let's go to controversy men are able to like step up to the plate a bit more and be able to fight this fight along with the women in our society because yes i mean they have been they have been holding that torch for a long time already. Like women's rights has been a problem since like the dawn of eight, like dawn of time. Like it has been a big problem ever since the start. And yes. the fact that they have been like the majority of the people fighting for their own rights is like rather sad because they are the ones that are being discriminated against and still have to fight against all these things. And I feel like we as men and like we all know women in our lives that we all respect and love. And I feel like we should be able to join that conversation and join that fight with them and step up a bit more in this uh, whole fight for equality. And I hope that um, past this okay, let's go incident, um, we are able to like come to a better common ground as John said, uh, like be able to step into more giving and more um, like more generous conversations versus like being very closed off and like trying to hold on to your uh, values or like your beliefs. Yeah. Don't think of each other as enemies. Don't think of the other person as a them and us. Don't think of it as that. Just think of Mm. someone that you haven't actually asked properly what their opinion about this topic is about. Mm. You know, and when you think, uh, stop to have this kind of civil conversations, right? Suddenly you will will, will be enlightened to a lot of things. You know, Mm. you'll be enlightened to a lot of things. I agree. And with that, I think we have come to the nice end of this episode. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you guys have any opinions, please leave it in the comments down below. I know it's a controversial topic, so you guys have probably have a lot of opinions. So just go ahead and leave it down below. We will comment and we will answer you guys. And by we, I mean me. But John and go to sometimes. our Instagram page also. Oh yeah, I also got comment, okay? Please go to our Instagram page. <laughs> yes. Okay, we got a new Instagram oh page goodness. in case you don't know. Don't worry, the link is below. Correct. I keep the forgetting your plug below. on Instagram, but yes, this is our plug. Go to Instagram. That's right. Thank you guys so much. Watch. See you guys in the next one. Bye.